Welcome to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. My name is Aaron. I'm the bride. My name is Maxwell. I'm the groom. <laughs> Today marks 567 days until our wedding day. Just a disclaimer, these are our personal opinions and experiences. This is not a commentary on anyone else's choices in their wedding planning process or marriage. As per usual, you do you, bitch. So, let's get into it. <laughs> Your voice almost cracked there. You got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know? I. You think I don't know you? You think I don't know your <laughs> vocal trends? <laughs> Today's Speaking of trends. <laughs> hey, today's episode is going to be pretty fun. Um, we're lightening it up. No talk of evil spirits or awful gender roles. Although we shall not forget they are very real, very present, and very, very not okay. Correct. Um, <laughs> no, we're talking uh, not about traditions today, but rather wedding trends. Woo. Um, wedding trends are things that change from year to year and are usually things that people do like to shake up traditions or to make their wedding a little more non-traditional. However, if a trend becomes super popular and sticks around for a while, it has the potential to become a tradition. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the Shrek franchise. What they tried to do as a satire to comment on franchises became in itself one of the most popular franchises. Wedding trends are very similar to the Shrek franchise. <laughs> that, is, that is a hot take if I've ever heard one. That's a warm breeze right there. Thank you, Gil Faison. Um, this <laughs> so wedding trends also are based on like culture, location, individual families, individual couples. Um, but they tend to catch on, and you'll see like lots of the wedding trends for twenty twenty one, blah blah mm -hmm. blah, and like all of the like bridal articles or whatever. So the trend we are tackling today is wedding games. Yeah, <laughs> things that you organize, <laughs> conduct. And guests contribute to during your wedding or any celebrations prior to the big day, such as the engagement party, the bridal shower, the bachelorette parties, um, or bachelor party. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, wedding receptions, after parties, or goodbye brunches. There's a lot of celebration going oh, on. Oh, yeah. And we'll have separate episodes for every single one of those. But we wanted to talk in general <laughs> the different wedding games because some kind of bleed into others. And you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do when, if you want to have any of them. Um I'll say right up top, you do not have to do any of this, but uh, evidently at some point in one of these celebrations, you're going to find that if it's not you who wants it, maybe it's your mom or your maid of honor yeah. or somebody. Um, so, yeah. Um, and there's <laughs> a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. Wedding games are not a new trend, um, but like in the grand scheme of weddings, they are fairly new. But in terms of like, um, our kind of generation and the generations before they've been around for a few generations. Like, um, I know that there are games that like my mom and your mom probably played at their bridal mm -hmm. shower. Um, or like, you know, at least the very concept of some of these are rooted in like the, what was once a trend that is now kind of looked at as tradition. Right. And then different games obviously develop over decades, you know, right, right, different right. things come in and out. of Absolutely. Vogue. And then with technology advancements, different ways to play the games also uh, like, you know, advance and change uh, like what we did for our engagement party. for your drawful party groups. <laughs> yeah, <there>. right. <laughs> um, so there are games that are passively interactive and actively interactive. <laughs> Actively interactive. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, let me explain. So passive games are present during the whole party for guests to enjoy, but do not require a host, directives, or like bringing the party to a halt. 
So for example, like maybe some Mad Libs on the table, a date night, like idea jar, lawn games that are out. Like it's usually incorporated into decor. It's usually stationary and guests can pick and choose when and if they participate in those activities. Okay. So So what about active? Active games require a host or a large group who are all paying attention at once and interacting together to complete the game. So like the shoe game, any kind of jeopardy, a scavenger hunt, things that like require somebody to go, okay, everybody. Right. So mostly optional versus mostly mandatory. Right. Or (laughs) it's it's more of even like the uh, amount of attention and time that takes away from your timeline. So like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, let's say that you're planning a bridal shower and the majority of your time is going to be dedicated to just mingling with guests and opening gifts, maybe having uh, food. But then all of a sudden you have five games planned and four of them are active games. It's not going to give your guests a lot of time to mingle mm-hmm. naturally and to interact. So that's why, I mean, there's a good, you the best parties find a good blend of passive and active games. I love me some lawn cornhole, you know, yeah. at, a, at a nice party. Yeah, because the host isn't <coughs> saying, okay, everybody, we're going to do cornhole tournament. Yeah. <laughs> it's just there if you want to play. And then if you don't want to play anymore, you can go and you can get a drink, you can get some food, or you can say hi to that guest that you've been meaning to say hi to. Like, it's not requiring all of the guests or even a majority of the guests to stop what they are doing and, like, focus and pay attention and participate and that is like the active games are what you have to schedule into your timeline. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, just keep that in mind when we're talking about the different games. And when you are looking at your timelines for any party, um, I'm, I'm going to say that this is even beyond any wedding themed parties, but just parties in general. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to consider what is going to be passive and for your guests to interact regardless of the time during your party. Uh, and what is active and going to require guests to stop what they are doing naturally and participate. One of the most important things, I think, is to know your audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about that a lot, just with like <laughs> jokes and uh, yeah. you know conversation. We say that to Abby when she <laughs> says a joke too many times because we laugh the first time and then afterwards we don't laugh anymore. We'll say, hey, know your audience. Yeah. It's not funny anymore. So engagement parties are usually a little more laid back and regulated to close family and friends and the wedding party. Uh, Very extended family and out-of-town guests usually don't get an invite. These games can be more personal towards the couple. Yeah. So, like, if you're playing an engagement party, um, it's usually Mm couple-based, right? Because you are celebrating that the couple got engaged. Yeah. You might not play, like, Dirty Jenga like you would play at a bachelorette party. (laughs) Like, so keeping in mind also, like, that you are going to have family there, but you're also going to have friends Whereas maybe the bridal shower is mostly just family and the bachelorette is mostly just friends. So knowing that it's a blend of the two, you want to kind of have games that are appropriate for both groups and also stick with what it is that you're celebrating. So focusing on the couple um, and not so much like the other nitty gritty. Like it's not so much about wedding as it is just celebrating the love of the couple because Mm -hmm. they haven't done the wedding stuff yet Mm -hmm. that's something that like actually drives me insane we got engaged and then the day of the engagement post people are like when is the wedding it's like girl i just got the ring like (laughs) and i i did not expect so many people to ask me that 
when we initially got engaged. And so keep in mind that the engagement party is not wedding themed so much as it is celebrating the love of the couple. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'd say get a dunk tank and, you know, <laughs> do dunk the, the bride and groom to be. I know we want to do a dunk tank for Max's 30th birthday. We're going to call it dunk the Duncan dunk the dunk. <laughs> I'm so <Good> excited. <laughs> um, so bridal showers, Usually just the women, which we will get into in another episode. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm, this is a whole thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> usually it's just the women that are close to the bride, maybe family from both sides and close friends like brides people. Right. Um, like I would probably have my aunts and grandma there, but then your, your aunts and your grandma would probably be there as well. Mm-hmm. If you know, if they wanted to come games played at bridal showers are usually more gendered games or more bride focused than couple focused. Mm-hmm. Um, also there's a lot of icebreakers or like typical wedding shtick, um, because sometimes like this is the first time that like my aunts would be meeting your aunts. And so it's like, there's not that like intimacy of maybe even an engagement party where it's like, okay, we're already close. We're already familiar with one another and we can like, you know, play games that are couple related because we know the couple, right? Some people like, like some brides may not know the groom's extended family um, or their partner's extended family. And that might be the first time that, you know, that you're meeting them. So then like, you know, like all of those like guessing games about the bride and like guess what she did when she was five, what she dressed up for for Halloween. That might not work because they are just meeting you. you yeah, know? exactly. Now, on the other hand, if your goal is to get them to know you, then maybe you can play that game so that they get to know more about you. Right. It's just kind of like whatever feel you want to have. But there are icebreakers for all of those that we'll get into. Basically, for bridal showers, you want to kind of keep it clean. Don't upset anyone's grandma. But then again, like, you do you. Like, if your grandma's cool, do it. Um, (laughs) Our grandmas are pretty cool. Our grandmas are pretty cool. (laughs) Like, they would be like, okay. Like, especially. (laughs) I don't know, though. I don't know if we want to play Bachelor at games at my bridal shower. Oh, no, no, no. Not because my grandma wouldn't be cool with it. But I don't know if I want to see my grandma participate. (laughs) Like, you know, the um, there's a there's a kind of bridal shower theme uh where you like give lingerie Mm -hmm. like everyone brings a pair of lingerie for Mm -hmm. the bride um and i don't know if i want a pair of lingerie for my grandma (laughs) even though grandma if that's what you were planning like you know we'll have to have a conversation about it Uh, and then bachelor and bachelorette parties are usually only very close friends, um, non-family with the exception of maybe the bridal party. So like if you have brothers in your bridal party or sisters, um, and it's usually much more intimate and it usually tends to be kind of adult if we, if yeah. we consider what it is that the bachelor bachelorette party is celebrating, yeah. even though again, and we'll have an episode about this as well. I kind of have a problem with what it is they're celebrating. Like when you have that get together, the whole last night of freedom mentality. Like it, you're SNL just did a skit about that. Yeah. Like literally just did a skit about old last night of freedom. Like, and you're celebrating like this idea that, Oh, you get to have one more night of fun Mm -hmm. before you're like, what marrying the person of your dreams or you're in your happy relationship. Like, yeah. uh, Anyway, I know it's dumb. It is dumb. And like <laughs> like for my bachelor party, uh, we're having like a Mario Kart tournament. Like that's that's like I that's think my it's th- really cute. like that's it's a party to celebrate me, you know, becoming, you know, a married man. Again. And uh, shut up. <laughs> and so 
you know, it's it's a party for me. It doesn't have to be any right. specific thing. For us, it's Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. For my bachelorette party, we're going to smash things. We're going to a rage room. Honestly, I'm kind of jealous. I, I want to switch my idea. Nope. This <laughs> mine. I'll take you another time. Okay. <laughs> um, so then there's wedding games, like wedding reception games. These are usually for large crowds, usually um, more passive and maybe one or two active um, but have only to do like with the couple while the guests are spectators <clears throat> trying to organize your guest list, which is usually over a hundred people to all participate in a game is really tough. Yeah. So it is usually, if it is an active game, it is the couple who is like actively playing and then everybody else is kind of watching or like, you know, calling out something yeah. or like cheering, you know, or like participating as a collective you know. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So when you're looking at all these games, consider your audience, consider the guests that are participating before you like decide this is what I want to do for this event. Right. Um, so when we are looking at bridal shower game ideas, um, I'm going to say that these games work for both engagement party and bridal shower respectively so there are some in here that are better suited for an engagement party some that are better suited for a bridal shower i mm -hmm. and i will stress again you don't have to play games at any of these right you don't have usually an engagement party is just everybody kind of comes somebody says hey thanks for coming and then you eat and you kind of just go woohoo right yeah, um there is no need to do any of this but if you want to then here's some things to do usually people want to oh yeah and that's like something i am trying to remember is that like if people are attending if people are participating they want to be there <laughs> and that's something i kind of forget in general about just friendships and relationships and life um but it's it's really hard to navigate through that when wedding planning because you feel like oh i don't want to be a bother to anyone when it's like no they chose to be here you know so try not to try not to do that to your brain. So for these games, we are looking at articles from brides.com. Um, brides.com is pretty cool, but it is just kind of like a blog. So take everything you read with a grain of salt. They have like a lot of good ideas, but they also participate in a lot of trends that fade in and out. So don't take their word as God. You know what I mean? Um, but some of the games that they have are like picture based and it's pretty cool. This first one says, uh, where are we? And it says, hang up 10 numbered pictures of the couple on various trips on different locations. Guests can write down where they think each picture was taken. And the person with the most correct guesses wins a prize. Hey, that's pretty cool. I think it's cool too. And I think that's great for an engagement party. Um, especially if you're doing like a travel theme or, mm -hmm. um, if you're just kind of celebrating the couple, um, there's another game that's very similar. That's played at both bridal showers and engagement parties but it's like lots of um pictures of the couple throughout the years and the guests have to guess which age they are in each picture okay and so okay. it's another kind of just like guessing game that has to do with pictures and it's like inclusive to like if you do the bridal shower you can just do the bride or you can do the bride and groom um and you can do it at the engagement party as well it's pretty cute uh it's just one of those things it's like oh grandma you got them all because <laughs> you were there for them all you know yeah um but yeah the, that kind of stuff is fun um I like that stuff. There's another one, Find the Guest. This is a really good icebreaker. It, like, serves to get, like, guests interacting. 
Um, so each guest gets a checklist of characteristics, like who's been married for like 10 years or longer, who is bilingual, who's wearing blue shoes. I don't know how you would do that beforehand, but okay. Um, and like people have to circulate the room and find what guest matches each one. Um, and it just, I don't like icebreaker games to begin with. It feels really awkward. Always, yeah. But if you have lots of family who are meeting for the first time, this might be a good way to get them interacting. Yeah. Give them some like topics of conversation. You can also do a game where you just have topics of conversation at the table and you have like, okay, everyone like find this out about your partner, blah, blah, blah. Like very, yeah. very <laughs> middle school icebreaker stuff. Yeah. Um, not immediately huge, what I thought of. Yeah. Not a huge fan of that. Um, am I going to make all of my students do it? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> because guess what? I had to do it. So, so do you, but <laughs> I don't know if I'll do that to my guests at my bridal yeah. shower. Uh, one of my favorites is the Val Mad Libs. Oh, oh, oh I love me some Mad Libs. <laughs> They're so silly. They are. Um, but hilarious and I love them. And, um, so a bridesmaid will ask each guest for a word, and then at the mm-hmm. end of the party, you know, they they read the whole thing, and uh, it's generally I think a lot of people find it very easy to interact with, so it yeah. doesn't take a lot of you know mental effort, mm-hmm. and so it's still fun, and you get to engage with yeah. That. You can even make it passive where you just put the Mad Libs on the table and have everybody kind of fill it out on their own, mm-hmm. and then you collect them, and then you read them later. Or you can read them at the end, but it doesn't take like a whole lot of active time of being yeah, like, okay, exactly. give me a word. It's just kind of like, hey, there's these things on the tables, like, you know. Or you can like just have people write in mm-hmm. uh, like adjectives, yeah. adverbs, whatever, put them in a bowl, you know. And that's, then yeah, that's funny. And easily. then you spend like 10 minutes being like, okay, this is crazy. And then like they have to write their little initials on the back and like, you know, yeah. they, it's just cute. Um, there's also like scavenger hunts, which are done a lot. Um, these are like, uh, guests that like they get up and they have to find things. Like there's like the purse scavenger hunt where it's like, okay, um, whoever gets the most things in their purse through the scavenger hunt wins the prize or whatever, or whoever finds the hidden wedding items gets a prize. Like those are kind of bridal shower games. Um, but you can make scavenger hunts whatever you want. Yeah, like exactly. The concept of a scavenger hunt is awesome. We're sending my brother on a scavenger yeah, hunt I was gonna right say, now. I was going to say, Aaron is the master of scavenger hunts oh, just yeah. in general. My brother um, is turning 13 on the 13th this year. It's his golden year. And we wanted to do something special because his birthday marks the year that uh, <laughs> we went into COVID lockdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, he's, he's just such a wonderful person and... Um, so me and my family like got together 15 gifts or 15 wow 13 gifts um and i wrapped them all up in like gold bags and wrapping paper and um we wrote 13 riddles and the riddle answers connect with like a tag on one of the presents and so he gets to open a present each day and then um there might be an extended scavenger hunt later yeah later in the week um but I think he listens to it, so I'm not going to say too much more. <laughs> yeah. Another one that I think is actually really cool is uh, this, uh, like, the paper bride kind of game. Oh, my gosh. Where guests will divide into teams and then pick one of the team members as a model. I've done And this. then they have to <laughs> – you have? Mm-hmm. They've got to construct a wedding dress out of toilet paper. Now, this sounds like a female-only game, mm-hmm. but – 
I think it's like that much funnier if it's co-ed. Oh my god! And yes. Just just imagine you know a bunch of dudes strutting a yeah. toilet paper dress. Oh my god! I think that would be awesome. And That'd be can, so fun. We could be like, okay, everybody, like, so Max insists on not seeing Aaron in anything even remotely <laughs> like a wedding dress. So instead, we would like to ask the males to be our models. Yeah. <laughs> and we can wrap you and like David and all of your groups. That'd be so funny. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I have played this game. It's like it's like people call it the toilet paper game, Paper Bride. Like, uh, basically you put like a roll of toilet paper on each table, and the people at your table are your team, and one person is the model, and the rest of the people have to like make a wedding dress out of toilet paper. Um, I don't know how COVID friendly this is <laughs> at the moment. Um, yeah. right, but um. Yeah, I played it gosh. with the proper PPE, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I played it at one of my cousin's um, bridal showers that apparently we were not actually invited to, <laughs> but my mom brought me and my sister anyway, because we were not uh, 18 yet. Um, but uh, we were sitting at a table um, and my cousin's now wife actually mm. was our model and we um, wrapped her in toilet paper and we won. So <laughs> and we like put. Um, there's another bridal game, like bridal shower game where you get like ring pops and you can't say certain words like wedding or bride or ring or whatever. And if you catch any of the guests saying that you can take their ring and then you try to get how many rings you can like collect. Oh, okay. yeah. That's like a fun game that a lot of people play too. And it's like, you're like, Oh, I said it. Like, yeah, ah. that's cool. It is kind of, it, it is kind of fun. It's a little played out. Yeah. Um, Cause a lot of people do it, but it all is also fun. And it's, it is an, another one of those kind of passive things where it's like, all right, nobody can say the word wedding or bride. And if you do, you get <laughs> your ring taken away. And what's funny is like, if I had five rings, but then I said wedding, whoever caught that would get all five of my oh. rings. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so like, you can really easily start to hoard. <laughs> We're playing star chips here. Okay. Yeah. It, it, that's pretty fun. Um, th- that was like the two games I think that I, um, that I played at that bridal shower. <laughs> um, no, there was another one, but it was very like, guess this and that about the bride. Right. Um, so like, yeah, kind of one of those, um, get to know you games. There's a ton of other like very similar style games, but, um, they have like different twists on them. Um, so you can do like, wedding adjacent games like celebrity couple guessing and um there's like charades wedding movies edition there's like a wedding word scramble all of those things that have to do with weddings but are not like as personal um especially if you're kind of a more private person or you have a very large variety of guests that don't all have the same experiences in common ground and so you can just kind of participate in wedding themed games rather than like more personal themed games um there's also a really cool one that's just called Why Do We Do That? And it basically talks about exactly like everything that we talk about, which is like the origins of traditions and like the reasons that you do those typical things like the bouquet toss and walking down the aisle and all of that. And whoever guesses it correctly, very guessing game-ish, um, they like get a prize. Like everything is like, oh, yay, get a prize. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. I think this might be my favorite one uh, <laughs> so far. It's called Fantasy Date. Uh, each guest writes the name of their dream celebrity date on a card, and everyone tries to match the date with the guest. For a more advanced game, have guests fill out the other side of the card with the celebrity date from hell, uh. and you have to guess not only who wrote it, but also which side is which. Is I so think that's so cool. That would be so fun. 
And it's a perfect way. We were talking about, you know, guests getting to know each other better, mm-hmm. different family members getting to know the other side. I think that's a great way to get to know everybody. That is pretty fun. You know what would also be fun? And this is what this reminded me of. If you play like, <laughs> you can play like games from like your childhood. Like, do you, did you ever play MASH? mash no you've never heard of mash what is that oh my gosh so we would have like whiteboard do you ever remember like in math class or whatever you would have whiteboards and that you would write the answer and you would hold it up yeah and then the teacher would take it okay so like you have those whiteboards and the expo markers in class and then when you had free time you play mash and so you would write m-a-s-h it stands for mansion apartment shack house oh and you put like three people um, three numbers, which is like the number of kids you have or whatever. There's so many categories. There's like different pets, there's right. like different cars, and then there's your different jobs. Um, and then they just you and then they're like, Okay, tell me when to stop and they just like tally mark and then you're like, Stop and it's like, Okay, da, 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 da. okay, you got nine. And so then they would count each of the little elements. So like they would count M A S H and then they would count like the uh-huh. different things that you said. And then when they get to nine, they would cross one out. And they would get one at like and it all the way until you get like one of each. One of each. And then they would be like, That's your life. I do remember that. That is like what this reminded me of. And I was like, oh my God, how fun would it be to like have a bridal shower where you play like all of the games that you played like as kids? Huh. Like that would be kind of fun. Or like that's good for like a bachelorette party, I think. Like, you know, and then you can make it as like raunchy or as silly as you want. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that's kind of what that reminded me of is that kind of like celebrity fantasy day because usually it was like celebrities and you oh, would try yeah, to get yeah, a mansion yeah. and you would try to that's really cool you get to marry ryan gosling and i get to marry gerard butler right i know there's also some really passive games like um date night jars uh you can just have a table that's like hey write a date like date idea on a popsicle stick and put it in the jar and then every once in a while we'll pull it and we'll go do it and it's like you know ooh. Thanks. We, um, at our engagement party, we had a pretty passive activity that was like taking song requests Mm -hmm. and I just made this little board and it had little like, um, clothes pins and it was like, Hey, um, write a song that, you know, we, you want us to play at the reception. So you'll dance. And like, we got a few people who like participated in that. Um, and that's like a passive game. It's just kind of sitting there. It's part of the decor. Um, but it's something that guests can contribute to. Yeah. That kind of stuff is pretty cool. There's another one pretty simple to explain. It's musical chairs, but with a bouquet. You know, oh, you, cool. you stand in a circle and you pass the bouquet around. Um, and then when the music stops, whoever has it is eliminated. And so the last person standing wins. And that's really simple, really easy. And it calls back to the kind of what you're saying, that like childhood games stuff yeah. that you used to yeah. play with your kids. And so everybody gets it. Everybody's played it. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a callback. It's fun. Yeah. I, I, I like that stuff. Um, there's so many more uh, for this article's 28 bridal shower game ideas that will ensure your guests have a blast. I don't know about ensure, <laughs> <laughs> but they are definitely good options. Um, I do think that some of them are a little cheesier than others, <laughs> uh, but that is fully like it. That's that's to each his own, you know. Um, some people like doing those things because it makes them feel special and excited and happy, you know. Um so bachelorette games we're going to be looking (laughs) at another brides article um it's 14 bachelorette party games your friends will actually want to play um 
But I have to say, the reason we're going to talk about these in Bachelorette games is because all of the Bachelor Party game research I found was rooted in either drinking, sex, or video and card games. Like, nothing wedding-based, more just games like dudes like. It was weird that, like, all the bride stuff was so wedding-specific and the grooms were not. Like, I I literally could not find any, like, wedding-themed Bachelor games. Because everything that we have discovered about the origins of weddings so far has been very sexist Mm -hmm. i don't think that there's a lot of like i i I don't know there's not a lot that has evolved to a point where people have thought about anything that is not sexist you know it's that's all the roots yeah come from that the bachelorette or the bachelor party is still very much rooted in last night of freedom yeah and at the same time it's like weddings and wedding games and all of that are still very like traditionally feminine Mm -hmm. they are still associated in that way even though how hilarious like would it be if you wrapped all of your guys in tissue paper like or in like toilet paper that would be so funny or if you were like you could do the ring game and you guys would get so into it. <laughs> I could, know yeah. you would get so into it and it would be so funny. Like, and Sam has so many ring pops. You could donate. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you could be like, Hey, all right. Nobody is going to say the words cold feet or the words like, you know, I don't know. I, like, yeah. Boutonniere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like freedom. Nobody can say, yeah. Cold feet or freedom. So like no last night of freedom bullshit. Yeah. And if anybody says that, then they get that taken away. Or you can even make it as simple as being like, nobody can say the word like chug or nobody can say the word dolphin or like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Like it can be so random to where it like is a passive game that you guys are just playing. And like that is just a game. Mm -hmm. But there was no like specifically wedding themed games for people bachelor parties like right. i could not find anything anywhere i looked for hours yesterday i you know off the top of my head i cannot think of a single thing if you're a listener and you played a game at your bachelor party that was wedding themed let us know i'm very absolutely. curious yeah um and that doesn't mean that games are not played at bachelor parties absolutely not they are just uh usually like a drinking game like a traditional mm-hmm. drinking game that you would play if the groom was just if it was his birthday yeah um or like a card game like they yeah. people play poker and people you're playing video games yeah exactly. video game contest um tournament whatever i don't play video games <laughs> <laughs> um you were considering playing like a, a round of dungeons and dragons like, absolutely yeah. um but none of that is wedding themed well, when when we were discussing like oh, yeah. what we would play for Dungeons and Dragons, it would be like a one shot that is themed around a wedding, like I, getting getting the groom to the chapel yeah, on time or something like I that. I am still very sad that you decided not to do that because I think it's a great idea. It takes a lot of planning. Oh, I know. You know, and I I want to be able to play and have fun. I don't want to have the pressure of running it. It sounds fun, and I would love to mm-hmm. do it if I can convince somebody to run the game for me then <laughs> that's true may i'll consider it yeah we can talk to david he'll be listening yeah <laughs> david hit us up i'm pretty sure even if it wasn't on your bachelor like party day but if it was like i don't know if yeah you guys just 
sometime ahead of time. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. I think that's fun. So anyway, there are tons of bachelorette party games. Um, And you can use any of the bridal shower engagement party ideas and also do them here. Um, But there are some others that are, I would suggest don't do them outside of the bachelorette party. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the first one is the newlywed game. This is a pretty active game that doesn't just require guest participation during the party, but actually before. Um, Now, the newlywed game is actually a game, but they like have like it's like a game show. Yeah. Um, But for this, these purposes, they've kind of adapted it for a party. So it says have the bachelorette party host, usually like maid of honor, um, you know, bridesmaids, sometimes it's just the bride um, host, like email the bride's spouse to be a list of questions beforehand. Um, So like Haley would email you and be like, all right, here's Here's all these questions. questions. Give me your answers. Um, and then it says even better if we can get your responses on video to play for the group later. <laughs> I think it's really cute. Then you have I'm the bride guess what their partner answered for each one. And if the answer is right, everyone but the bride takes a sip. And if the answer is wrong, just the bride does. Like so, this That could very easily be a bachelor party game. Yeah, right? You oh, know? my God. That would be so that fun. That would be fun. Yeah. You, we should consider doing that for your bachelor party. That's fun. I'm, I'm definitely considering it. I could even like stop by and we <laughs> play that game because I'm going to be in the same yeah. hotel as you, <laughs> just with our child. Yeah, um, that's funny. It's really, really cute. Also, this is like dead, like it's a drinking game, but it could so easily just be points, and then at the end there's prizes. Yeah. You know, if Absolutely. you're like not comfortable with playing drinking games, um, I can't drink. Yeah, so, I mean. exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, they also have scavenger hunts for this. It's um, sometimes it gets a little like dirtier, though. Um, there's also <laughs> like you just like kind of what you're looking for um, during the bachelorette party. It d- also depends on where you are. Like if you're out and about, people will usually play a scavenger hunt where it's like take a picture with a stranger, get a stranger to give you a $20 bill, like, you know, get a drink from this person with red hair. Like, you know, um, that's not super COVID friendly. Right. But, um but things are things are very cautiously optimistically looking up. <laughs> very wonderful. So hopefully this time next year we'll be able to talk to strangers and get them to buy us drinks and give us money. <laughs> <laughs> this one's pretty cool. I think it's it's the drink if game, but I think people more commonly know it as the never have I ever oh, or yeah. the put a finger down if you know oh, right. on TikTok. TikTok yeah. Trend. So um, you know, each guest reads off a line. Uh, and if that line applies to you, you drink. Um, a lot of these, you know, bachelorette party things mm-hmm. have to do with drinking. But you could also do put a finger down, and yeah. then whoever wins gets a prize. Yeah, Again, exactly. It's so easy to make it non-alcohol related. Exactly. But, like, if you've gone to the couple's honeymoon destination, put a finger down. Uh, oh. You know, stuff like, like real kind of cute stuff like okay, that. Okay, this is shady. So there's examples. <laughs> and it's like, if you've gone, yeah, to the couple's honeymoon destination, probably like if you've seen like, you know, the couple kiss or whatever. But then it says, if you hooked up with someone who has the same name as the bride soon to be spouse, that is so shady. That has I, the potential to uh, be an uncomfortable can conversation. Can you imagine like one of your bridesmaids putting a finger down and be like, Oh my God, which Max did you like hook up with? And she's like yours. <laughs> ah! 
Nope. Upsetting. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. So, I mean, just screen your questions, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or better yet, screen your bridesmaids. <laughs> don't don't ask the questions that you don't want the answers to. <laughs> that's very true. And that's another reason you should probably only play those kinds of games with a bachelorette party. Exactly. Because uh, I don't want to know what my mom never has ever, ever done or vice versa. Right. <laughs> also Playing those games with family is just very awkward oh my god but it's so funny when it's not your family um (laughs) (laughs) and like mentioned before there's like that kind of lingerie party where everybody brings a pair you can even make a game out of it where like you hang it up on clothesline and the bride has to guess who brought like which one um now me personally i don't want this i'm not super comfy with it not even just because like it's like oh lingerie like i don't really care about that but i don't (laughs) like i don't know i don't want everyone bringing like I'm not like somebody who is easy to just like pick up that for like I'm a large person and I feel like I don't know like eh, I just don't need it (laughs) we just don't want to do it because then I'm gonna have your aunt being like what size underwear do you wear yeah and I don't know if I want to have that conversation with her nothing you know another one that I think is just weird and I don't know why they put this on here (laughs) talking about you know the the problem of asking those never have I ever or put a finger down questions. Mm -hmm. This one's called pin the kiss on the spouse to be. (laughs) So it's like pin the tail on the donkey, Mm -hmm. but each guest is given a coat of lipstick and gets ready to smooch uh, that they have to uh, plant a kiss on a picture of the bride's spouse to be. And that's like, First of all, if you do just a piece of paper, that's funny because you you have blind people kissing a piece of paper. You right. Know, blinded. Sorry, that was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but then, <laughs> I'm like, sorry. I pick the first thing I pictured was a cardboard cutout of the spouse to be, aka you. And for a cardboard cardboard cutout of a life size me is one hundred and sixty dollars. I, I know the this fact, because I've looked it up. The fact that you know this. <laughs> and that's just common knowledge. You just toss like bird feed to yep. the ducks. Just here you go. So to pay $160 for a life-size cardboard cutout of me, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a waste of $160 for me because I would keep it. I would pay $160, though, to see Thomas, one of my bridesmen, kiss a cut a cut out of you with <laughs> lipstick on them. I will say I would pay $160 to see that. Because I would make back tenfold when I posted online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but I've seen that too and people will pay play like pin the, you know, pin the penis on the man and it's like yeah. and it's like you everybody gets a little uh, can we just talk about how most bachelorette party decor and games are just penis themed? I just <laughs> Like, I, um, why? Phallic Fiesta. Phallic. (laughs) Don't give them any ideas. I want my bridal shower to be Fiesta themed. She said C (laughs) to a Phallic Fiesta. Stop, that's awful. (laughs) Um, But like, and so they'll play like, you know, you know, pin that on the vat. Um, (laughs) And it doesn't even have to be like the spouse. Like it, it could be like my favorite celebrity, you know, and they'll like post like a shirtless pic of Antonio Banderas and everybody's kissing. What celebrity do you think 
would be printed out for my bachelorette party for us to either kiss or pin penises on. It's going to sound like a weird answer, but John Mulaney, <laughs> obviously. Uh, I, I'll i accept John Mulaney. I will also accept Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Jake I, Gyllenhaal. I will also accept Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know if I want to know where their genitals are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Usually their genitals are in the same... <laughs> General area. Oh, let's stop talking about their genitals. Um, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like tons of. <laughs> well, guess who would be on mine? On my wall. Uh, this is upsetting, but I already know this because this is one of our fun facts for our wedding. Me. Well, yeah. But also, I said Antonio Banderas like <gasps> 20 like seconds ago. So <laughs> I don't know why that didn't come into your head, but whatever. Because when I asked you who your favorite celebrity was, you said me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But I don't want my well, groomsmen. Well, now I look all selfish. Well, I don't want my groomsmen kissing you. I'm fine with them kissing Antonio Banderas. Can I decorate your bachelor party with penises? Because that would make more sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brilliant. Yes. Yeah, and then Let's you guys it. could play with them. <laughs> <laughs> the the games, not yeah. Um, <laughs> Playing with our penises. No, stop. We're gonna have to flag this episode. Oh man. <laughs> Um, there's also like tons of bachelorette games that have to do with drinking. Um, there's like pr- Prosecco Pong where it's like beer pong, but sparklier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's also like bachelorette Jenga. This one's pretty cool. Um, you like play Jenga, but each time you take a piece, there's a dare on it and you have to do the dare. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, there's also a version of that for like weddings where you write uh, on the Jenga pieces. Either it could be a guest book where they sign their name or they can write like a date idea. And then when you play Jenga, when you take it off, there's date ideas. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, there are tons of others. They're, they're basically very similar to bridal shower games and engagement party games, except they've got like either a drinking or a dirty twist. An X-rated version. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. And and we're talking games during a party. We're not talking activities that you can do during the party. It's not like, oh, during the bachelor party, you're going to go here or do this. It's just like if you're having a get together, these are some of the games you can play during. What are some of the games you're going to be playing during your rage room? Well, that's exactly it. We're not really like playing games. We're going and doing something. We're like right. participating in an activity. Afterwards, we want to go to a drag bar and they do kind of like if. You know, we say, oh, it's my bachelorette party. Like they're like audience game. Yeah, they'll bring me up yeah. and whatever. Um, but I don't plan on like doing a thing where we're all like, you know, just in a room and playing a game. Like I'm not doing that. I'm doing more like an activity. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. So the next event that we're looking at with games are uh, wedding reception games. Yeah. Now I'm going to stress that you should probably do mostly passive games at your wedding reception because your timeline is going to be filled with so many other active things for your guests and for you to be participating in. Yeah. The dances, the, you know, the money dance, whatever. Right. All, all that other stuff. Well, even like, yeah, you have so many organized little things. Um, and then you want to have some free time to Mm -hmm. actually mingle with the guests and celebrate. And Mm -hmm. you don't want to have every single second scheduled out um, for you to be doing something very actively. I mentioned it earlier in the episode, but I love cornhole. (laughs) I think it's so cool. It's so fun. It's a really easy game. Um, it's not, it's hard. My dad got me hooked onto it. It's like, it's easy in the concept, but it's hard to like win. Yeah. It's a, it's a practice thing. 
Yeah, so there's tons of lawn games that if you have an outdoor venue or like even like an outdoor section of your venue, you can just put these games out and people can play with them if and when they want to. When uh, when, our, when my friend uh, had their wedding in my dad's backyard, uh, in that backyard they had two horseshoe pits. And that's so, cool. Yeah, we played horseshoes. Yeah, that's fun. fun. And like, there's like the giant dice that you see all the time and mm-hmm. want to play, even though you're like, what are these for? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's like giant Connect Four, giant Ooh. Jenga. We played. Oh my god. Now this is obviously you'd have to order this, and it's probably really expensive. But it's not really expensive though. Those vendors are like they're very reasonably priced. So we did a Connect Four style game, but it was basketball hoops. Yeah, we played it. We were just like at this like kind of like it was almost a fair ish yeah what was it we were up with thomas up at the um oh we were like in oak glen oak glen yeah yeah Yeah, and there's like a little petting zoo and there's like yeah yeah, it was really but yeah so we played this connect four game with red and blue basketballs and it was freaking awesome yeah and that is a great passive yeah so you have to play um connect four so you have to get four in a row but you have to get it in by shooting the basketball into the correct and even when you shoot it into the hoop it's still kind of a a plinko style thing where it could go anywhere it was so fun me and my brother beat you and thomas both times and i'm not good at basketball no you are (laughs) not just really bad um no i did okay no cole did really well and thomas and i i don't know what happened with us i did well as well you you did you did very good but even like ring toss toss, um any kind of like little carnival games that you want to have um i had a carnival birthday my sister and i had one one year it was so fun i just like made a bunch of carnival games and they just sat kind of passively for people to participate in if they wanted to yeah it was really fun have you ever played badminton what badminton like badminton but actually pronounced correctly it's badminton look at how it's spelled b-a-d-m-i-n-t-o-n hold on badminton okay we're gonna we're gonna look up the pronunciation of this right now here we go Badminton, badminton, that's what she said. It's listen. pronounced badminton. Yeah, listen. Badminton. That's so stupid. Listen, listen again. Here's the YouTube. So apparently, from our uh, paused research, <laughs> <laughs> there is an American pronunciation and a British pr- British pronunciation. You are saying it the British way of badminton, badminton. and the American pronunciation is badminton because it's an english word that was anglicized anglicized i mean it's yeah uh, well, uh, but it's given americanized. given americanized where they mispronounce everything <laughs> well i'm gonna say badminton because you badminton. sounded ridiculous <laughs> like this thing is called badminton to answer your question have yes, you ever played I've yes played you have. before so apparently uh people do this all the time if you have the space set up a badminton court uh and so like i think that's kind of cool it'd be a yeah. little fun to, there's even play. like people people will rent out like this one's high striker it's like you hit the hammer and you try to go ding and hit the bell oh yeah yeah, yeah. like little carnival game i i love a carnival yeah. i love carnivals and <laughs> fairs more than anything and when the fair was canceled this past year in 2020 i was very sad mm. i really hit a low point when i realized that that was canceled as well as um buffets yeah we don't have to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) so those are lots of lawn games they're great passive games um there's usually a huge hit um these group games and interactive activities um 
the most popular one is the shoe game. Right. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about the shoe game, um, but it is a game that basically, like, the bride and groom will sit back to back, and they will each have a shoe. I, like, if I'm the bride, I will have your shoe, and if you are the groom, you will have my shoe. And Mm -hmm. when you're asked the questions, you raise the shoe up if you think that pertains to that person. Yeah. It, um gets pretty sexist and i'm not a huge fan of it there's there's not a whole lot of questions that are asked that aren't you know uh heteronormative yeah you know exactly that's like yeah not not a huge fan even though our answers are very diverse and you know just because our roles are very different from the traditional thing like who is the better cook that is me hey but who's the better baker that is you. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> um, there's also like poker stations. Like people will get um, people to get poker tables and you'll play mm-hmm. during the wedding. It's super fun. Um, there's dart art station. Now, this is very close to home for us <gasps> because the day the day of our in- our actual official engagement, um, we had taken we bought like three little canvases uh-huh. and we'd filled a bunch of balloons with different paints it's hard to do it's very hard to do and then i had a uh, dart board and i had darts and we threw darts at the water balloons and splashed paint all over the canvas and now we have that up in our, on our yeah, house each so of us have like our own mm-hmm. little um painting and it's cute because it reminds me of princess diaries was one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time um and it, the three of us did it. So each one, like you, me, and Abby, all have like this dart painting. And yeah. also, that was the day we got engaged. Yeah. And I had always wanted to do it. I had always wanted to play the like yeah. dart painting. Me too. And so to do that at the wedding is really fun. Yeah. I really like that. So it's f- just hard to say. Yeah, up. exactly. So they said for artsy couples and guests, a dart station, uh, you know, canvas, attached a couple dozen water balloons. Um, and so. You set up a dart throwing station at a safe distance, so it's everybody like car- can. It's yeah. like a carnival, but everybody can do it. Friends and family throw darts at the canvas, um, and so it's kind of instead of like me just throwing the darts and mm-hmm. creating my own, it is everybody. That everybody is really gets fun. to do it. Yeah, I think that if we had like a more outdoor venue in terms of like maybe there was grass or it was a little more during daytime, I would definitely want to do that. And bigger space for a bigger canvas because yeah, that's big <sighs> one. Yeah. That would be so fun. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Definitely do that. <laughs> then there, <laughs> um, there's like, I mean, we're doing this one. It's a board game station. Yeah. Um, we have these really cool little nooks in our venue. Um, and so we're just like creating like a little relaxing area for people to take a break during dancing, sit on the, one of the couches. And Max and a ton of his friends, like they just connected playing board games. And like that's been a huge part of like his like growing up like his childhood and so we uh got a bunch of like traditional like classic board and card games yeah and we're putting them on the tables and we're like hey just play a board game if you want just put it back when you're done we got classics like mancala and chess and checkers but Mm -hmm. we also got like new fun games like zombie dice and Mm -hmm. chupacabra yeah we like i played trouble a lot as a kid and like Candyland, and like (laughs) so just like having those there is fun and it's like super cheap but those are passive games that like if a group of your friends are like, I'm not huge dancers, but they want to hang out mm-hmm. and play like they're going to be over there and they're going to play board games. And Absolutely. Like my as when my mom saw our venue, she was like, oh, your grandparents are going to be just parked right there. <laughs> and I guarantee you that he'll want to play dominoes. Like, Absolutely. At, that's just it's going to be fun. 
Um, he is so fun to play dominoes with. My grandpa. He gets real pissed. He gets so into <laughs> it. I know. I'm like, I'm, guys, I'm not going to play with you because I just, I can't. I, I'm not a good sport. <laughs> he is, though. He's pretty fun. Yeah. Um. There's tons of, like, they have, like, throwback college drinking games. If you're, like, into that for your wedding, it can be, like, as casual as you want. Um, there's video game stations, again, if you're into that. Yeah, and if, you know, if you, if that's something you're into, you can rent, like, arcade games. Yeah. Claw Machines. I know oh. Aaron would love that. I love Claw Machines so much. I love, <laughs> so it's dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's dumb. It's valid. Um, my sister and I <laughs> don't call it the Claw Machine. We called it the Grabby Thing mm-hmm. um, because we would go to like the movie theaters all the time like every summer like that's all that we would do is go and see a movie and then play in the arcade and the only game that we really liked playing was the claw machine Mm -hmm. but we called it the grabby thing (laughs) and we would just like play for hours and i got so good at it i am very very good at that game (laughs) and like i can look at it and be like hmm i could get this one now the problem is that people make the screws on the claws really loose and so like Mm -hmm. that's their trick because if it was strong you could pretty easily like grab them right but they loosen those screws on the claw and so you have to like be pretty strategic about what you choose to go for i'm sorry she's so passionate about claw machines i love the grabby thing (laughs) i just it's like my favorite and i would love to have that at our wedding i think that's so fun i have never seen like people who rent them out except unless it's commercially um but to buy one is really expensive. <laughs> so yeah. we have um, looked into that. I definitely 100% would want that because we're getting a really cool photo booth and we have a really cool little guest booth um, and our little board game section. But I would love, 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 love to have a claw machine. Yeah. So fun. And then we can fill them with a bunch of white bears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one that's really cool. There's a wedding rift on Cards Against Humanity. Uh, this is a very, very popular oh game. My it's gosh. called Cards about matrimony <laughs> uh <laughs> it's the same ridiculousness but focuses on the like the wedding and marriage topics uh i think that sounds awesome i think that's really fun it's just one of those things where it's like i think that's something you can do if you're gonna have like an all-day wedding uh-huh yeah but when you're trying to cram in a bunch of other stuff like it just it, it sounds like something that needs a little bit of like active participation and that, I don't know. No, I think it can be just like some like the the board game station where it's yeah, it's one just of those like things. sitting yeah. out there, it's just oh, a passive cool. thing. Yeah. Oh, how fun! I think that would be a really fun game to play at like a bachelorette party too, yeah. or a bachelor party. I think that would be really fun. Uh, another one that they have up here is a coloring station. Now, this is something that I really I wanted, but I I gave up on because you know, but I suggested that our tablecloths at our mm-hmm. wedding be paper right. and there be crayons and stuff so that all of the guests can draw right, like on the tables. Right, like at the Italian restaurants. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, I think that would be super cool. Um, but obviously, know your audience. Well, we, we had opted to not do a kid's table and rather do a kid's area. Mm-hmm. So we had been planning on doing that for the kid's table, which is a great idea. Yeah. Um. But then we decided that that was going to be a lot of hassle because our tables are outside yeah. and we didn't want them to blow away. Right. We and and then 
there's that problem where if somebody spills something, it becomes really uncomfortable and hard to clean up because it's paper and now it's really wet and kind of mm-hmm. soggy. Um, so yeah, that is something that we did very much talk about and consider, but we ended up having to. It was a long, painful it. conversation. I know. I, you know, I have Poor to. I have to give up some things. <laughs> But there's tons of kids games as well that we talk about in another episode. Lots of ways to include them. But you can always adapt that for adult audiences. However, I am just going to recommend that you not do too many of those active games during your wedding reception. Uh, Just because, you know, no, I love this one as well. Pinata. There is a (laughs) pinata that you can do for your wedding. And I think that is so fun. And it's like a big wedding cake. Yeah, the picture they have is a giant wedding cake. I think that is so fun. (laughs) I would definitely do that for like our bridal shower, especially because I want to have a fiesta. Yeah. And if I had a pinata, that's so fun. Oh, Oh, that's so cool. I love that. And then, like, what cute, like, pictures. And oh, my gosh. That's so fun. Um, yeah, and then it's just like the bride gets to hit it because you get to a certain point in time when you are too tall and like your turn to hit the pinata no longer happens because some <laughs> younger kid busts the pinata open before you can hit it. So I want to be able to hit that pinata. Yeah. I think it would be really funny. Your five-year-old cousin who's been taking karate and softball just nails it and mm-hmm. breaks everything up and you don't get a turn. Yeah. No, that's never happened to me. At my bridal shower, I'm going to hit it and I'm, Abby's going to be like, can I hit him? Be like, no, <laughs> you're not getting married. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I know. That is actually so fun. I love that idea. Please do a pinata at your wedding or your bridal shower or engagement party. That's so fun. Uh, tell us all about it. What a good idea. So whether you want to have active games, passive games, maybe some at your engagement party sprinkled in in your wedding reception, whatever, I'm going to say that games are hard. Yeah. I learned a long time ago from my mother, wonderful person, uh, that it's really difficult to get guests who are mingling naturally to pay attention to a ton of different organized things. Mm -hmm. We used to have Christmas parties every single year. It was like Mets family Christmas party. It like became very well known amongst our family and friends. We did different themes. And like for a couple of years, my mom tried to organize a bunch of games and she found that people don't respond after the third or fourth or fifth game that you're trying to get them to actively participate in. Right. Um, having too many structured organized games that guests have to stop what they're doing to participate in. They usually don't go over very well. Right. Unless you have like a party that is very specifically, okay, this part, like we're having a celebration, we're gonna play bunko, right? But and then, so, it, but at, then you know. it's one game. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, one exactly game. It's not we're gonna play bunko, then we're gonna play poker, and then we're gonna play go fish. Like, yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's this is our game because like we have been to so many. Like my my family has done bunko games. Um, mm-hmm. one of my bridesmaids' families has done bunko games. They're so so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like. Okay, we're going to play this one game. Even like when we get together, like with your family and your brothers and stuff, we'll play a game and that's super fun. But then you guys won't play another game. And I'm like, eh, like, you know, yeah, exactly. It, it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, um, you can only hold guest attention for so long before they want to just naturally mingle. That's one of the best parts of a party is like allowing yourself to talk with people you don't get to see all the time. And that's not that to say that people won't want to play. It's just that. A percentage, mm-hmm. a significant percentage, are going to be burned out after the first game. Right, you know? the first or second, yeah. I, I will say. Um, so my advice, do one or two structured active games. Everything else is optional and available for guests to interact with in their own 
time. Right. Um, and then alternatively, like we said, there are times when guests do not naturally mingle. And this is a good chance for games to make the party lighter and more interactive. Know your crowd. Plan accordingly. Um, if none of your families have met before the engagement party, icebreakers or a couple games to give them common ground to discuss and interact with. But only one or two. Yeah. Because Don't then. Overload. Right. Then allow them to take that and mingle. Yeah. And to enjoy their food. Or, you know, it's like. I don't want to be so overloaded with games that I can never eat the food that's provided because I have to like be just like actively doing something else, mm -hmm. you know? So where do you find bridal games? You can look at um, any of these articles. Like I said, we're looking at brides.com, Wedding Wire, The Knot, Zola. They all have um, similar kind of ideas. If you literally Google bridal shower games, mm. you're going to get a ton. Pinterest but there's is just, they're just basic descriptions so far that we've oh had. Yeah. Like their Pinterest is really good to see visuals of the games and to kind of see how people have DIYed a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are printables everywhere. Amazon and Etsy are great resources for game supplies and like it getting crafty. Um, Etsy has like the games that can be personalized. I will also say like just this is just a little hack if you're saving money. 100% support small businesses. However, um, if you are knowing your way around a computer and you see like a cute printable on Etsy and you're like, well, I don't want to spend that money. However, I will kind of use it as a model and I will go into Canva and I will make my own and print them out. Um, that's totally okay. Some people just don't want to go through all the trouble. So they'll just pay like the, for printables, it's not very expensive. It's like yeah. $5 or something. Um, but if you're just really on a strict budget and you can't pay for postage, um, <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> Then or to save on postage, <laughs> we'll just poison you with this. <laughs> yeah, then you can kind of um, model them on your own. Um, seriously, like there are some things that you just don't have to spend a whole lot of time on. Uh, also, the Dollar Tree is your BFF. Also, <laughs> ask your BFFs. Um, we played a super, super fun game for our engagement party. Mm -hmm. um, we played Bridal Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. This is something that is done often. It is not like a new or unique uh, right. idea. However, the way that we did it was so, so fun. So we've kind of talked about it. We did have um, a Halloween themed engagement party in October of this past year. Uh, and we were like working really safely, making sure everybody had masks, um, having them like wear costumes made masks really easy because we were like, hey, incorporate it into your costume. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> my brother wore a beard and oh, it was yeah. so funny looking. It was, it so was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> um, so one of my bridesmaids, um, is just fully brilliant, incredible. She is a friggin' game designer. Yeah. She is just, just so well versed in multi-talented person yeah just everything that i don't understand she goes here this is what you do <laughs> she's a brilliant brilliant programmer brilliant computer engineer um and she i was talking to her about my idea for this game but i was like I can't, I was making it on a PowerPoint right. and I was like, I can't get the numbers to change color after we click on them. And that was really important because the guests need to be able to see what they've already chosen. Right. Um, Cause if we understand Jeopardy, people look at a board and there's different categories with different numbers and they'll say something like wedding traditions for 600. Right. Um, and so my, my bridesmaid, Devin, 100% love her. Woo. Go Devin. Um, <laughs> She was like, let me make it for you. And she programmed, she programmed 
the game. She made a bridal Jeopardy and she made it look like our wedding website. Yeah. Um, and she programmed all of the questions in there on, it was just, just fantastic. She ran the game too. Yeah. She was so helpful. Oh my gosh. I'm just like so grateful for her to this day. Wonderful, wonderful person. Um, <laughs> absolutely just adore her. Um, and what was really cool was we were like, okay, well we've got like about 30, 35 people coming. How do we, split it up because usually jeopardy is like three three people yeah so i printed out i created three teams there was a blue team a green team and an orange team and they were the ghosts the witches and the pumpkins (laughs) and i cut out little squares of paper with the icons on them and i put them on popsicle sticks and i made like auction cards and um everybody got a different team and so Uh, in your table you would have like three people on one team three people on another so there were three teams total and it didn't matter where you sat because you were just a part of your team right and so we didn't play like the points getting taken away because that's too complicated but (laughs) we basically um called on whoever we saw their hand go up first and then if they got the answer wrong nobody else from their team could answer right so if somebody was the blue ghost and they raise in their hand and they got the answer wrong Nobody else from the Blue Ghost could try and answer. Yeah. Uh, and so then if none of the teams got it right, eh, 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 but we didn't actually didn't have that. Everybody got at some point got the answer right, um, except for uh, the one question about the, the officiant. The officiant. It was like, what is the like traditional name for that? And nobody knew. What was it? The celebrant. The celebrant. Yeah, we didn't know that one either. But it was really cool. We had like we had different categories. We had the couple, the big day. Um, we had uh, celebrity couples, love songs, and wedding traditions. Um, mm-hmm. And then for like fun facts, I think. Yeah. Um, it was so so fun. There was a mix of personal and also just like general, yeah. uh, like knowledge, like love songs and traditions and stuff. Um, and it was just such a fun time. I think I, that was like the one game we played that was active and everybody truly enjoyed themselves. And it was cool because we made um, little buckets with like um, little Starbucks gift cards and like a candy and little sparkling cider for the winning team. But then we made so many like goodie bags that everybody else got to get something. Yeah, too. it was fun. It was really, really fun. I really like that. Everybody was kind of surprised at like how fun it was. And I was like, you guys, you just got to trust me. I'm <laughs> good at this. <laughs> so speaking of that, like who plans the games? You know, as far as us go, you are the organization <laughs> queen. Right. Well, it's really up to you and your partner. It also depends on what event we're talking about. Right. So if you're letting like your bride's people or your parents plan like the bridal shower, there may have like a few games planned for you. Have a conversation about what you do or do not want. And if this is something like you care about, um, this is a good way to allow your family some responsibility without changing like your vision for your big day. Right. So like if you don't really care if you play the toilet paper game or the ring game, but your mom is like, well, this is what I played and that's pretty fun. And like, you know, then just like let them let them organize it. Yeah. But on the contrary, if you don't give them any ideas of, hey, these are fun games I'd like to play, um, they might not plan it and you might be a little disappointed. So just mm-hmm. make sure that whoever is planning it, whether it's you or people that you trust, uh, you make sure that there's communication. You're not make <laughs> if you are labeled a bridezilla for having that conversation get new people yeah <laughs> like seriously the, you are you are not a bridezilla yeah for communicating your vision mm-hmm. absolutely now you have to be kind about it yeah. respectful be, about be it nice don't be 
you know right rude right but we all we all know where the line is drawn well, and if and you don't then you know give me a call yeah <laughs> and I, like we discussed before the the idea of bridezilla like if you're a true bridezilla for the you know uh uh asshole for the sake of being an asshole right you probably were an asshole to begin with exactly you know? yeah 100 percent. if it if a nice person is is being you know argumentative right they're you know, probably overwhelmed uh, yeah they're, they're stressed out yeah now if you're talking about like reception games and like active games at your wedding um it's usually coordinated by like the dj and the coordinator or like the wedding planner um, but the couple will have given any questions or guidelines or supplies beforehand. Now, passive games usually become part of the decor, and that responsibility falls on whomever is decorating. So it's super customizable. So basically, it's very similar to delegating other responsibilities. It's up to you and what you want. And then if you have passive games, maybe if that's your mother-in-law's job is to help decorate, then you say, okay, this is our game table. Please like put them out. You know, I love passive games. They're yeah. super easy. And if if a passive game like Lawn Dice or something doesn't get played, nobody cares. And then you have it afterwards. Yeah. And that's cool. And then you can put them out for other parties. And that's what's kind of cool about a lot of the passive games is like if you do invest in them, board games, things like that, um, you have them afterwards. Yeah. Try not to spend a whole lot of money on a game that like you're only going to play one time. Right. Like if I had to pay a programmer to do that Bridal Jeopardy, I would not have done it. Right. Like I'm so lucky to have like the support system that I do where she was willing to just like do it. And a, yeah. I just like gave her some wine, you know, yeah. like, um, and then even like the treats, like I, I, I paid all of maybe $5 for the popsicle stick paper combo. <laughs> and then I bought treats at the dollar tree. Like it yeah. was pretty simple. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it, it's not a huge investment wedding games. It should be something that just enhances your time and r- always consider who your audience is, what the event is celebrating, and uh, at the end of the day, what atmosphere you want to have. Now we are getting to the part of our Did You Know segment, but (laughs) for this episode, we're going to skip the Did You Know, and we're actually going to play some Wedding Mad Libs. Yeah. So I have a piece of paper. Um, Erin's going to give me her answers. I will write them down, and those are that is her wedding vows mm-hmm. uh and she's gonna do the same for me i'm gonna give a bunch of answers and those will be my wedding vows that i will then read to her i'm going to be fully exposed because i am an english major i am an english teacher i just received my master's degree teaching english and if i forget what an adverb is <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be so mad at myself <laughs> all right go okay. ahead adjective just right off the bat adjective yeah um okay uh pff, agreeable agreeable i don't know it's the first thing in my head um noun uh giraffe (laughs) (laughs) i'm just spitfire okay uh adjective uh clumsy (laughs) (laughs) proper noun uh uh queen of england queen of england (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm trying to <laughs> All right. Uh plural noun. Plural noun. Um bumps. <laughs> plural noun. Another plural noun? Yeah. Um uh bees. <laughs> <laughs> bees. 
adjective. Um, d- dazzling. Dazzling. <laughs> I like that one. Okay. Uh, adjective. Plump. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> Noun. Um. Um. Mom. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because these selections are funny. Verb. Oh. Uh. Quick. That was such a the, basic verb. Oh, that's, that's not, not even. A verb. Oh, see, I told you. Uh, I told you it's gonna expose me. Uh, okay, verb. Um. Uh. Jump. Jumping. <laughs> jumping. Because I don't know how to jump. Uh, feeling or emotion. Um. Uh, nauseous. another feeling or emotion um ooh uh mm, um god itchy itchy (laughs) okay um verb Um, not an adverb a verb okay thank you sir (laughs) um uh spit (laughs) (laughs) uh verb um, oh God, uh, hug. Hug. Oh, you were so cute. <laughs> uh, feeling. Um, uh, ooh, discomfort. Discomfort. <laughs> Another feeling. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> panicky. <laughs> panicky. Yeah. A third feeling. Oh my God, uptight. Uptight. <laughs> <laughs> And period of time. Uh, 128 years. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. Max and I say that we will have the next 128 years together. Okay. Okay, so is it my turn for you? Yes. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Um, give me an adjective. Frizzy. Oh. <laughs> Noun. Elephant. Elephant. Uh, adjective. Dry. Dry. God. Uh proper noun. What is a proper noun? It's like a a person you'd have to capitalize it. Person place or thing. Uh Sahara. Sahara. Desert. <laughs> okay. Uh plural noun. Shoes. Shoes. Okay. Plural noun again. Um kneecaps. Kneecaps. Uh adjective. Uh Sporty. Sporty. <laughs> Another adjective. Sweaty. Sweaty, yay. Uh, noun. Um, mandolin. Oh, okay. Verb. <laughs> <laughs> verb. Blink. Blink? Yeah. Like to blink? Yeah, to blink. Okay. Uh, feeling or emotion? Elated. Elated. Uh, another one. Itchy. I also used itchy. Did okay. you? Yeah, I did. Verb. Uh, cranky. Cranky. Uh, that is not a verb. Oh, that's not a verb. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> that is. I I'll put crank. That's a verb. Okay. Um, <laughs> another verb. A verb. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, slide. A feeling. Um. Oh, I was going <laughs> Nope. Uh. <laughs> flighty. Flighty. And one more. Tired. 
Okay, and then sorry, one more again. Uh, exasperated. Okay, and then a period of time. Six weeks. <laughs> okay, all right. That is our Mad Lib. <laughs> All right. Are we going to switch? Right. I will read mine first. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <clears throat> These are my wedding vows, as written by me. <laughs> I, Aaron Metz, take you, Maxwell Duncan, to be my agreeable wedded husband, <laughs> my constant giraffe, <laughs> my clumsy partner, and my love from this day forward in the presence of the Queen of England... <laughs> Our bumps and bees. <laughs> <laughs> I offer you my dazzling vow <laughs> to be your plump mom <laughs> in sickness and in jumping, <laughs> in good times and in nauseous, <laughs> as well as in itchy. <laughs> I promise to spit you unconditionally and to always hug you. Aww. You make me feel discomfort <laughs> and panicky, and most importantly, uptight. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to the next 128 years of our lives. Oh, dear. <laughs> <clears throat> so, oh, thank you. That was so, that was that was beautiful. I really feel like these are, this is it. <laughs> this is what we'll actually use as yes, our wedding vows. Yes. So, I... Lord Maxwell Allen Duncan, thank you for putting Lord. You're welcome. Uh, take you, Master Met, <laughs> to be my frizzy wedded wife, <laughs> my constant elephant, my dry partner, <laughs> and my love from this day forward. In the presence of the Sahara Desert, <laughs> our shoes and kneecaps, I offer you my sporty vow to be your sweaty mandolin. <laughs> In sickness and in blink, <laughs> in good times and in elated, as well as in itchy, <laughs> I promise to crank you unconditionally <laughs> and to always slide. <laughs> you make me feel flighty and tired and most importantly, exasperated. I look forward to the next six weeks of our lives. <laughs> These are great. <laughs> So oh. absolutely try these. Yes. Even if just for fun. But uh, this would be such a fun engagement party game. Absolutely. Oh, oh my man. God. That is so fun. Wow. Thank you. If you guys are still sticking around, uh, good for you because we're going to play one more game. Yay. I said we would talk about the shoe game. I explained a little bit of how it looks uh, at a wedding. Lots and lots of people do this. It's it's usually pretty cute. But like I said, some of the questions are kind of sexist. So we're going to play and show you um, kind of what the questions naturally look like. Now, of course, you can create your own questions saying whatever. Yeah. Um, but because this is an audio medium, um, instead of raising up shoes, we are going to say each other's names. Okay. So you can only say my name and I can only say your name. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the sake of the podcast version of the shoe game. Okay. Um, all right. So do you have the questions pulled up? I do. Okay, perfect. So I will start. Um, who made the first move, Max? Absolutely. <laughs> who paid on the first date? Aaron did. <laughs> I definitely we, did. We went to the Del Taco drive-thru. Yep, and you had no money, and neither did I, but I had a little bit more than you. Yep. Uh, who was the first to declare their love? 
Max. Yeah. He fully turned to me and was like, I don't know if we've said this out loud, but um, I love you. It was like so casual. <laughs> Who proposed? Max. <laughs> Absolutely. Who's more romantic? I would say Max. Yeah. But I'm more, I would say that you are more romantic and like lovey-dovey, but I feel like I am more thoughtful in like gift giving. Are you sure? Because, I mean... I don't know. I well, this is not you, how the shoe game is played. I just made you cry the other day uh, from a sweet little gift that I got oh, yeah, you just true. because. You're getting really good at it. I'm getting very you good at it. You are definitely more romantic. This is not how the shoe game is played. It's only <laughs> raising of the shoes. Okay, we can only say our names from now on. No explanations. Okay. Fine. Okay. Okay, go. Who plans more elaborate date nights? Aaron. <laughs> Who wears the pants in the relationship? Aaron. Oh. Who's the best driver? I'm not about to say you. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who's more likely to talk their way out of a speeding ticket? Aaron. Uh, <laughs> who's better when it comes to directions? Max. I'm really <laughs> bad at geography. <laughs> who's the best chef? Max. Who's a pickier eater? I guess you. I don't know. <laughs> I think we're both really picky. Yeah. <laughs> Who handles the groceries? Both? Like we both know. do. I don't know. See, this is why I don't like the shoe game. <laughs> God. It's so thankful. Even like, so like this question, who's a better tipper? It's like, well, we both don't have any we, money. We share finances. I know. Like, who, like, uh, oh, okay. Who snores louder? I mean, who snores louder? Well, you, because you like almost die in yeah, the night. I have sleep apnea. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Who's more likely to steal all the covers on a cold night? Aaron. <laughs> Who's more likely to say something embarrassing in their sleep? Max, you talk in your sleep. So do you. I do? Yeah. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. In my sleep? Mm -hmm. See, this is why we can't play the show <laughs> game. Because we'll turn around and be like, what? <laughs> okay, so I'm running into a problem with these questions. So there's like a, who's more likely to start an argument? Who's more likely to finish an argument? Who's more likely to max out the credit card? Who's more likely to save all the money? That's just, it's, a, it, I don't like the implications of I, that. I think part of the problem that these questions are having is that it's talking from a perspective of their individuals yeah. currently. And it's not until they come together that all of these things are like, oh, we both do this. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, who's more likely to max out their credit card? If you share finances, if you're married and you share finances, like that's. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, it's. Uh, I don't know. Say like this, like, OK, who's clumsier? Aaron. <laughs> Who's chattier? I would say you, Max. Yeah. You, you talk to like just people in the grocery store. I don't do that. Who's funnier? Aaron. Me. Um, Who's messier? Aaron. <gasps> what? Uh, this is news to me. Uh-uh. You leave <laughs> your freaking nose tissues all hey. over the place. Hey. Do you know how many times I've cleaned your side of the bed and there's just <laughs> mountains of used tissues? That's because you gave me a hard time for using the same tissue over and over. But you still <laughs> got to throw them away. Well, not uh. in the middle of the night. I'm oh, sleeping. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who's more dramatic, Erin? <laughs> is that a question? Because the answer is Max. The See, <laughs> this is why we can't play the shoe game. Don't play the shoe game. Also... The dynamic is different because you're faced away from them, so you can't actually see right. what the answers exactly. are. 
Um, it doesn't really work for an audio only medium. <laughs> no, we'll we'll stop. But I want to <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to look at these questions because I've seen so many of these shoe games. And while it's like, oh, haha, that's cute. Just all of the questions are always so like, who's more athletic? Who's better at keeping secrets? Who's more outgoing? Who's handier? What? Yeah, I am handier. Mm-hmm. You hung our TV crooked. You don't have to expose me like that. <laughs> it's literally my favorite thing. We moved in two years ago, and I refuse to let him change it because it makes me laugh. <laughs> I refuse to change it because I don't want to because it was a pain <laughs> in the ass to put up in the first place. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. If you want to have an argument on your wedding day, play the shoe game. <laughs> If you're enjoying our podcast, make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can also click the link to support this podcast, which is found on our episodes page wherever you're listening. Your contribution, no matter the shape or size, helps us continue to produce these episodes and, you know, plan our wedding too. And just a reminder, we will be back every Friday with a new episode talking about all things wedding planning, wedding traditions and their origins and putting our personal spin on things as we count down to our big day. Thank you so much for listening to Something Blue, wedding planning with a 21st century bride and groom. I'm the bride. And I'm the groom. With 567 days to go, happy planning. (laughs) (laughs) You make me feel discomfort, panicky, and uptight. (laughs) That's what my mouth said. That was so good. (laughs)